I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched the 1930 Mickey Mouse short, The Chain Gang. Who would like to give us an, a synopsis of this? Um, yeah, we see some characters in in a, a chain gang. Uh, they're assumedly prisoners or whatever, um, guarded by Peg Leg Pete and other other Pete other Pete looking <laughs> cats. They are breaking rocks uh, until they notice that Pete uh, is asleep, and so then they start like playing some music and stuff. And then something happens so that Pete, like, accidentally shoots his gun and then, like... A guy, like, spits and it hits the gun and the gun goes off. There it is. Uh, And then all the guards think that there's, like, a riot or something or somebody's trying to escape. And one of the prisoners, Mickey, does escape. And then there's a uh, chase sequence. And then Mickey falls through a building back into a... Prison. Presumably a different prison. I guess, yeah. That is also staffed by Pete's, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's about it? Yeah. That's it. That's the short. Uh, also, Clarabelle was one of the prisoners. Yes. And there's a big pig guy that I feel like might have had a name back in the day, but like matters even less than Clarabelle or Horace at this point. So, I don't know. What do we think of this short? I'm not sure. I think I am still processing. There was a little dog that I was worried about getting choked, but he was by two taller fellas and they kept stretching. And when he would, when they would stretch him and he'd, you know, he'd go up, he'd go, oh, yeah, (laughs) but he added to the harmony in their, in their song. (laughs) But I was a little bit worried about that puppy dog. I did notice that Clarabelle had her skirt that just covered her udders again. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And... And I like how Mickey just, I don't know, seems sees the best out of things and breaks into song when when he's not being watched or poked and prodded, you know, in the chain gang. So um, it was fine. Like, I liked the music and some of some of the little bits, but the the overall story was underwhelming, I suppose. It was OK, but I've seen better, I guess. And you will see better. Do you guys have any idea of why I showed you this particular short? Was that... Oh, you... oh no, I was just going to say, I, I know I've heard it before. I mean, or heard the name. Oh, so yeah. I'm assuming it's it's a more classic or more famous, maybe? Or one of those dogs, Pluto? No, but you are the close one there. Uh, this cartoon was primarily drawn by Norm Ferguson. Um, mm-hmm. It is generally... It's considered a, one of a group of shorts that are kind of strikingly uneven in their uh, overall drawing quality, uh, uh, which is immediately after, because they were made immediately after Ubi Works left the studio. Yeah, I definitely have uh, a scene where I was thinking like, oh, this isn't as good as the other stuff. Yeah, no, the the Norm Ferguson and I think a couple of other people worked on it too but i think norm ferguson was like the main one you know they're they're doing their best but i think they re- everyone relied a lot on ubi work so they're kind of finding their footing <laughs> chugging out like yeah. a, a tune in the six weeks or something a yeah good one. exactly um 
But yes, this cartoon featured a pair of bloodhounds. Although these dogs weren't named, their sty- the style in which they're drawn makes them clear forerunners of Pluto, who first officially appeared a few months later in the picnic. Um, in the scene uh, where uh, after the prison break where they are uh, chasing after him or whatever, there's the part where we see each hound approach and sniff. Um, and they bark directly into the camera. Mm-hmm. According to uh, Gigi's Grob in Mickey's movies, these hounds are possibly the most elaborately designed and most naturally behaving animals in any theatrical cartoon hitherto. In 1932, Disney's in-house art instructor uh, Don Graham said, The dogs were alive, real. They seemed to breathe. They moved like dogs, not drawings of dogs. The drawings explained not so much what a real dog looked like, but what a real dog did. So they're kind of a big... I guess, step in terms of uh, the the kind of more naturalistic um, animation style that Disney is eventually more known for, um, especially by the time they get to stuff like a Bambi. Um, This is kind of a step in that direction. Uh, That particular scene and its animation where the dogs are like walking towards the screen and sniffing and bark is reused in literally four later Pluto cartoons. Oh, gosh. They like keep using it. We won't be watching the actual first Pluto cartoon, The Picnic, because it blows. Uh, <laughs> so we'll watch the second it's Pluto. A very technical way to put yes, it. Yes, that's, very good, that's very what good. Uh, uh, professional critics say about that particular cartoon is that yeah. it blows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Two thumbs down, it blows. So uh, when we were, when we watch a, uh, the first uh, our first Pluto cartoon, it will actually be the second Pluto cartoon. The first one, like he's in it, but like um, like more than half of the run time does not have anything to do with Pluto and it's about like bugs and animals stealing from a picnic that Mickey and Minnie left out while and they're just dancing while this is happening um Pluto's like barely in the short so we'll do another a different one that's got him a lot more prominently I think that was in a Pluto video that I had for you when you were little oh definitely because I, the, I remember having a picnic, that picnic a picnic being out and being destroyed by bugs and animals is definitely a thing that multiple cartoons did oh okay okay um you didn't really show me any black and white Mickey cartoons I don't oh, think okay. so I didn't know it was black and oh we're still 100% okay one. then they reused that one so. time because I can remember that I, happening yeah I mean I I'm sure other studios did that same basic concept too. It's just an easy concept for shenanigans. I know there's Tom and Jerry cartoons involving picnics. Just picnics are good cartoon fodder. There's a picnic <laughs> scene in the movie Ants where they tried to bite through plastic. Yeah, ants, ants, and picnics. They're match made in heaven. By which I mean everyone hates that in real life, but in cartoons, boy. <laughs> yeah, you guys have any other uh, thoughts about? the basic story here and any of the characters and stuff. I liked that no one was abused when they turned them into instruments. Oh. <laughs> they say, uh, yeah. Yeah, Clarabelle's I mean, uh, tail. tail was used, but she seemed chill yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. And then there was somebody else that I forgot what was. Well, you could perhaps argue that the little barking dog is abused because yeah. he gets like knocked against a rock on his bottom and barks each time. Yeah. It's hard to, hard to tell if he's excited about this or if he's like barking in pain i don't know <laughs> yeah i wasn't yeah. sure but i yeah. think overall it's like okay no this dog's just a, a bit yappy yeah i think feels so feels right but he seems fine yeah uh yeah clarabelle played a pickaxe as a flute <laughs> that's how that works how and then happens. later she like twanged it the like metal part of it which yeah, is yeah, like yeah, none right. of this is how this works <laughs> i like also how most of them had these huge almost like 
bigger than a cannonball that is attached to their chains that they're dragging. And then I like how supposedly Mickey is able to use the big ball and chain and, and catapults himself over a wall, which sure, sure, the the chain would have followed. Sure, my I favorite, that. my favorite part <laughs> is that then the chain breaks, but he, he doesn't, doesn't notice, and so he yes. keeps carrying it. Yes, yes. I yes. like that. That was funny. And I noticed, I, and I also like how when he rolls down or runs down a hill, rolls down a hill, and ends up in some kind of stream, river, mud pit. I don't know, but that the that a huge the huge ball lands on his head with su- seemingly no. I don't know how to tell no you problem. that this is a cartoon. <laughs> yes. It's a cartoon yes. logic. We're Wiley Coyote Ant here. And yeah. he's like way later than any of this stuff. This is true. So yeah. <laughs> so Mickey doesn't get hurt. There's no black and white Wiley Coyote cartoon. <laughs> Here's the question of the day. What did they do to get into prison in a hard time Mickey like killed that? a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. And what did Clarabelle do? What did the puppy what do? Did, oh, what they found the her with that do? illicit erotica. <laughs> yes, they found her with the erotica and put her in jail. That's messed up. <laughs> and the poor little puppy, what did he do? <laughs> that puppy definitely killed a man. Oh, <laughs> sure. You don't want to find yourself in the back alley with that puppy. The the big tough looking guy, he just was jaywalking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no he actually got aggressive with somebody heckling his performance it's like a dance performance oh Oh. yes yes because he does do his dainty little dance good for him (laughs) i like that there's a like it's it's sort of like uh the like 60s goofy cartoons where there's just like a world of goofies but with just all all prison guards are peets yeah yeah. but there is the one prison guard who's definitely pete because he has the peg leg which at this point is like an established pete thing to have yeah um and yeah i find that funny bayonets like sharp bayonets that he like pokes mickey in the rear with. yeah and they shoot machine guns and stuff i know <laughs> and i like how no one gets hurt i love cartoon logic because yeah they just open fire on all the poor prisoners there in the yard yeah and, it just hurts yeah but they're fine because they're I cartoons know. yeah clarabelle got hit in the butt yeah yeah and then one pete shot another pete exactly in the butt. exactly because <laughs> he was, it was yes. like yeah because it was like he had the rifle backwards for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. And it was almost like he was riding it like a broom. And then he was shooting the other one in the rear end. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I agree with Valerie's assessment. Overall, I mean, there were some, I don't know, some funny, especially talking in hindsight. I think even funnier than when I was actually watching it. But some things, you know, that were interesting or funny or whatever in this in the in the sequence. But this... There was no storyline really at all, no plot, so it was underwhelming, I guess. Yeah, I I definitely mainly showed you guys this for the proto-Pluto stuff, and also just because it was a relatively decent change of pace from the Mickey, the last couple of Mickey cartoons we've watched. Um, I think the next one will be even more of a change of pace, though I think we're going to do a, a, probably a Betty Boop or something in between that. Um, when does Oob come back? <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. I'll, I'll have curious. to look that up. But he's gone for a bit, and he has his own studio that makes bad cartoons. Oh. Uh, they're oh. just very boring. Um, he's a good animator, but I don't think he's terribly good at coming up with plots, because they don't seem to have them. Um, which, in fairness, a lot of people were doing at the time, but, you know, it doesn't make me want to watch them now. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but he definitely comes back at some point. 
since we brought up Oob. Any any other thoughts that you want to voice about the animation? So, my scene where I was like, oh, that's, like, really simple, was whenever he was riding on the horses. Mm. After he yes. tried to steal, a, like, a wagon or whatever, and it, the horses broke away. That stuff was, like, super simple. Yeah, like, the, like the camera angle was kind of interesting, but the actual designs, it, it, it honestly felt like it had gone back, like, two years exactly. suddenly animation quality-wise. Yes, and I was like, that's weird. Yeah, especially with how detailed the uh, proto-Plutos are yeah. compared to those horses that just, like, became stick figure horses, practically. Mm, yeah, just, like, outlines and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, that was that that was a big like weird dip in animation quality. Like just yeah. it just felt ancient compared to the rest of it. I don't know, like what a better ending would have been because like the stuff in the beginning yeah. with them like doing the the music or whatever that stuff was fine. But then like after Pete wakes up, the the kind of hectic stuff in between, I wasn't about. But then he gets out, and then everything after that, I'm like, this isn't interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it would have been better for him to get away, if it would have been more satisfying for, like, the hounds to find him or something, rather than him just falling into a different prison. I- I'm not sure. I, I like the the chain, the difference in energies of parts of the cartoon. It makes it more interesting to me than just like a thing that is mostly people dancing and singing or whatever. It's like we got some of that and then suddenly like the mood shifts and there's, there's chaos and pandemonium and Mickey makes a run for it. But I definitely also agree that the actual ending where he just like falls into another prison isn't terribly satisfying. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure what would have been better, but that wasn't the best choice. I don't think. I I love how like in this prison yard, there's just this random, I don't know, was that their seesaw? I don't know. Like, you know, yeah. they oh, used as a catapult. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, sure, there's just, is, is that part of their recreation? This is their seesaw. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. Let's go into the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Eh. I mean, I don't think there's anything super problematic in it. There's a fat pig character, but yeah. they don't really seem to do a lot with, like, him being fat other than, like, animate his fatness, I guess. But they don't really seem to, like, derive... Much in the way of jokes from it, which right. is refreshing. Yeah, not like the barn dance. Yeah, yeah I mean, because at one point his pants came off, but there were other characters. It was because he like got seemed... shot in the butt and he just yeah. jumped out of his pants back on. So yeah, it's... yeah, and there were other characters that the same thing, or that were even when they were dancing, their pants came down and then back up. Yeah. They, they seemed to like pants jokes, you know. <laughs> yes. <in> this, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and there's it's police violence against prisoners, which is. That's still a thing, but it's this is old timey versions of it and comedic takes on it. Yeah. So it definitely doesn't feel like the cops are shown in a good light in any way. But it's not like the prisoners are shown to be heroes or anything. They're just chilling and then Mickey makes a run for it. Yeah. And then he seems pretty chill when he falls right back into another prison, so Yeah. It's got to start them singing again, too. Who knows? Right. (laughs) They have better uniforms, apparently. Yeah. Let's talk about favorites and least favorites, then. What was your least favorite part? Maybe the animation where it lacked quality where he was Yeah, with the the horses. horses. Yeah, I agree. I think so. It was just so notable. Like, it just felt like we'd gone back several years all of a sudden. It was really weird. What was your favorite part? So, like, the beginning, like, because the middle was eh, the end was eh. 
So the beginning music stuff. And of that, I think my favorite uh, bit was whenever the uh, guy played Clarabelle's Tale as a violin. Just <laughs> like, just his violin stance and stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's unexpected. It was a very, like, authentic stance and, like, how his fingers were going. That or when the guy was dancing. Ooh, that's tough. I'll go with violin, I guess. <laughs> I'm kind of the same thing, except I liked where Mickey, after, you know, Pete jabs him with a bayonet. A bayonet. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> with a bayonet. That all of a sudden his mind just goes to, hey, let's start a jig and I'm going to pull out a harmonica. Well, after Pete, he sees that Pete has fallen asleep. Yeah. Right. But anyway, so I, I kind of like that in initiating the whole band sequence, him pulling out the harmonica and just being a happy chap. <laughs> I, th- I think my favorite part is when Pete gets woken up and, like, cries out like a baby and then it's pandemonium. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just oh, that, like, sudden oh, switch yeah. and then him, like, immediately being like, oh, no, I'm being attacked even though his gun went off, but, like, nothing else is happening to him. Who was your least favorite character? I don't know. There's not, like, a lot of characters. There kind of is, but they're not really characterful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a bunch of people that are there in the prison, but... Right, so there's not much to dislike... And you could dislike Pete, but that's, like, the point of him. So, like, if yeah. you're disliking Pete, you're like, yeah, that's what I wanted. <laughs> right. Um, I guess maybe the pig. I didn't really find any of his bits funny. Sure, we'll do that. So, sure, the pig. Yeah, I hate to jump on the bandwagon, but I can't think of, you know. Who's your favorite character? I might have to say Clarabelle, just because I like Clarabelle. Mickey was, uh, Mickey was cute, but... Maybe. But I'm thinking. Oh, did you guys notice him doing his yes ma'am thing? He does this in some of the old cartoons as someone will like reprimand him or say something and he'll like salute or or, like nod and like be like, yes, ma'am. And then like no (laughs) one comments on it ever. Like no one's like, you call me ma'am. Like no one's he just says yes, ma'am. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. uh, Yeah. Pete like... uh, pointed to the baron the bayonet or something like that and he like saluted and was like yes ma'am and then pete walks off and then that's when he like smirked at the camera or whatever yeah yeah he saw the eyeballing the camera yeah Um, but that's that's a thing that mickey used to do (laughs) huh i don't know how how much it'll show up in any of the cartoons i show you but yeah i've watched enough of the old ones to know he just does that back then and he's still voiced by walt i believe so maybe pete i don't know yeah i enjoy the the crappy Pete's. They're fun. Yeah. He has one of the most character out of all the characters. Yeah. And like our main Pete with the peg leg is like the one that instigates this whole thing just by kind of being a coward, I guess. It's yeah. interesting. Like a, a a lazy bum and then a coward. <laughs> Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. Yeah. For, for like the inconsistent animation. Uh, and I, and yes, maybe the... Proto-Plutos are interesting. I mean, you can maybe just look at those scenes. Like, you don't have to watch the whole short. So I I wouldn't recommend the short. And I guess I'd give it 1.5. Okay. For similar reasons, just the inconsistent and animation, but also lack of any discernible plot and not much character development or anything like that. So I think... Um, I don't think I would recommend this either. I think you can, like you said, look at the videos or look at clips with the proto-Plutos. And and I know that, I, I want to say that I've seen maybe some iconic moments or something from the chain gang, maybe in a little short. Or, but I think you could see highlights because uh, it just kind of drags, even though it's a short. Um, so I wouldn't recommend it. And then I think also, 
Also, I'll say 1.5. Um, yeah, it's fine. I don't... I've seen a lot better Mickey shorts. I've seen a lot worse Mickey shorts, and I've seen a lot worse shorts in general. So I'm not going to rate it particularly low, but I don't have a big opinion on whether or not you should watch it. If you're watching old Mickey cartoons, feel free. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a two. It's fine. Next time... We will watch another Betty Boop cartoon. Um, <laughs> although there are talk tar- they're talk cartoons at this point. She doesn't have her own series yet, but she'll get there. Um, so yeah, we'll watch another one of those. Um, okay. Thank you all, right. all for listening. Thank you all thank for you. listening. Bye. 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. Um, uh, real quick, mm-hmm. the guys on either side of the puppy, are they, did they go into Goofy? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I will tell you after the break. Oh, there's no break. Die. You're right. I want to <laughs> cut this bit, but then maybe put it at the end because it's funny. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to do that and, and maybe I will. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs>